Hey folks, thanks so much for tuning in. This week's article is entitled, The American Death Penalty. In the past 18 months, U.S. deaths from coronavirus outpaced other rich countries like France, Japan, and Canada. What's more concerning is that this trend isn't limited to COVID-19. Based on a recent study released by the National Bureau of Economic Research, Americans' life expectancy has been falling behind similar wealthy European countries since 1990. Here are some of the shocking findings. Compared to Europeans, American babies are more likely to die before age five. American teenagers are more likely to die by age 20. And American adults are more likely to die before age 65. This trend is occurring in white, middle-aged Americans, ostensibly those who have adequate access to health care. And it's also occurring at every single age and at every single cause of death. Life expectancy is simply falling in the U.S., despite having the finest healthcare system in the world. There are many different causes, heart disease and stroke, diabetes, drug overdose, accidents, and other conditions are all contributing to the drop in life expectancy. There are certainly various geographic, economic, nutritional, and racial disparities at play here, not to mention the millions of Americans who have little access to health care. But regardless, Houston, we have a problem. So what could be the difference between the United States and Europe that is driving this American death penalty? All the studies point to the same factor, obesity. It's obesity that is causing the death penalty in the United States. We are simply fatter and more sedentary than our European counterparts. The World Health Organization recently published research that correlates a rise in fast food sales to the increase in the American Body Mass Index, or BMI. And we Americans love ourselves some fast food. Fast food makes up about 11% of the average American diet. A study published by Harvard suggests that the sugars from soda and energy drinks are making us fatter, and that additional sugar can kill us even if we are healthy otherwise. So it's not just about how much we eat, it's about what we eat. The 2020 CDC adult obesity prevalence maps illustrate that 16 states have adult obesity rates greater than 35%. Four new states have been added just since 2019. We are fat and getting fatter as a country, with over 40% of Americans now qualifying as obese. The obese in the United States have paid a heavy price over the last 18 months. Yes, the news media has largely avoided this ultra-sensitive topic for fear of being labeled as fat shamers on Twitter. But the simple truth is that COVID-19 selectively killed the obese at much higher rates than other Americans. According to the CDC, over 900,000 adults were hospitalized in the U.S. for COVID-19 between the start of the pandemic and November of 2020. Retrospective studies suggest that 30% of those hospitalized were obese. For COVID-19 patients under age 18, having obesity was associated with a three times higher risk of hospitalization. And more importantly, 
they had a 1.42 times higher risk of admission to intensive care units and or invasive mechanical ventilation or death. Hey, before we finish the rest of this article, I wanted to make you aware of something new. You can now pick up these articles on every major podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify to Google. Simply subscribe to The Tom Green Show on your favorite podcast platform, and you'll be certain to never miss a new article. Thanks for tuning in. Now, back to the story. In an August 2020 meta-analysis published in Obesity Reviews, an international team of researchers found that people with obesity who contracted the COVID-19 virus were 113% more likely than people of healthy weight to land in the hospital. They were 74% more likely to be admitted to an ICU and 48% more likely to die. That's right. Obese people are 48% more likely to die from COVID-19. The two physiological culprits are an overall weakened immunity system in the obese and an increased propensity for blood clotting. You might think that the vaccination fixes all that. Not so fast. Vaccinated people with obesity have twice the risk of contracting the virus as those people vaccinated but with a healthy rate. There's irony in a recent survey conducted by one poll in collaboration with Walgreens. Two-thirds of Americans believe they'd be more motivated to pursue a healthier lifestyle if there were a material reward like concert tickets or maybe a trophy. Okay, how about this for a material reward for living a healthier lifestyle? You are less likely to die of COVID-19. And you're likely to live a whole lot longer after this virus is long gone. Isn't that the most valuable reward possible? Now you might just think that I'm being mean and that I'm trying to body shame people. I know that there are a lot of factors and pathologies behind obesity. And I also know that more than 6 million obese and morbidly obese people are likely to have suffered physical, sexual, and or verbal abuse during their childhoods, according to the CDC. I get it. But it's time we start to address this epidemic and its resulting death penalty. Rather than bury these important COVID-19 facts, we should have put them front and center. We should have made the case that COVID-19 is killing overweight people at a higher rate. Like most health problems in the United States, the American pharmaceutical industry is anxious to help. Get ready for a massive ad campaign starring Queen Latifah. It's called It's Bigger Than Me. The multi-million dollar altruistic campaign will innocuously suggest we need to start a dialogue about obesity in the United States. But it's not really a dialogue they're interested in. Latifah will be on every talk show from The View to The Today Show, ostensibly to talk about how Hollywood has shamed her over her weight. Except... In the fine print, you'll learn that it's all sponsored by Novo Norodisc. They're pushing a new drug called Wagovi, and it costs a whopping $16,000 a year. It helps control appetite, but you'll have to take it for the rest of your life. Instead of envisioning a world where American drug companies solve all of our problems, we need to envision a different world. 
We need to envision a world where we're collectively passionate about taking care of ourselves, where we see food, sleep, and exercise as our first medicine, a world where we prioritize wellness over diseases. Thanks so much for tuning in. So what do you think? Am I totally insensitive? Do I need to abandon my hashtag nothing beats nice? I want to hear from you. Leave me a comment on my website or feel free to reach out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember, as always, nothing beats nice. <laughs>